Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Luca's Tigers and Bronze. Oh, my. All right, Luca Nation. Cage says just hit the record button and let's talk. Well, first off, let's wish every single person in our audience. Uh, a lot of you guys have joined us in the last week. A lot of you guys have been with us since day one. Uh, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Uh, it's truly, truly, truly the, the time of the year where you get to spend some time with family. Take it from me, it's equally as challenging as it is rewarding. Uh, so just know that. And uh, if you guys ever need an outlet, if you need uh, someone to talk to, we're always here. Uh, reach out. We love you guys. So Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, Gage. Merry Christmas, you filthy to... animals. That's what I watched. I watched Remember the Titans at Home Alone yesterday. There you go. We watched Home Alone. Ian wanted to watch a little Grinch action. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Throw a little elf on. I was thinking somebody should make a montage of like the best Christmas scenes. You know, like Tyrion Lannister, uh, Peter Dinklage, uh, pitching the book ideas to in the elf movie, and Will Ferrell. He's an angry elf. That scene, a bunch of the cool Christmas story scenes. Are you gonna um, kill me when I tell you this? I've never, never seen, seen elf. elf with Will Ferrell. I'm not gonna kill you. Everybody's used to it. You know, everybody's used to it. So you hear, um, you know, my, my pal Al, right? So he listens to every episode. And, um, you know, he's, he says thank you to you specifically because, you know, listening to you and crypto casuals and, and the other episodes, this is somebody who wouldn't get into NFTs. But he claimed a couple hundred bucks this morning from the SOS token himself because he's just buying NFTs and here and there. We should, we'll, we'll talk about that in our Discord. But for any of the people who are out there who joined into our, our NFT and are on OpenSea and doing stuff, we can walk you through it. There's basically like free money being given out for people who use OpenSea. Uh, it's pretty crazy. It's an interesting thing. Think of it more as a reward program. Think of it more as if like gold and PWCC eBay uh, would reward people with uh, money back. And by the way, that you know is why I bring it up. That's why I bring it up. You're exactly right. So just to, to finish the point and then to get into that, right? It's um, um, what he said was he, he couldn't believe I called you a wet bandit, Mauve. From Home Alone, and that you know you were calling some Macaulay Culkin, and then he said he watched the episode. He watched one on YouTube. And he could see it. He said he could see Macaulay Culkin. He could see you're a little Macaulay Cul. He's a little Macaulay Culkin. Not not Marv. He was actually like I was being too hard on you. <laughs> call you Marv. <laughs> dude, that's what the Latinos call me at the boxing gym. They call Marv. They call me that's a great Culkin. name. Oh, dude, I'm not. I don't look anything like Marv. I don't even act like Marv. Okay, and if anybody hasn't seen Home Alone, the I lose my stuff every single time. Kevin puts the the spider on Marv's face when Marv's got him, you know, like he jumps over the tank, yep. uh, you know, the the, the trip wire, yeah. and he's got, got him. The leg, and he's, 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 he's I got him, Harry. I got him, Harry. And then he just puts it, and it's the spider's like, ah! he screams, and then he hits him with the crowbar. It's just it's funny stuff. You know, even Ian had to laugh. He didn't want to. He wanted. He didn't want to pick his head up from his iPad while we were watching it last night, but uh, you know, it it, it worked out nicely. The uh. The Home Loan Lego set was a hit. I'm sure he'll build that over the next week. And uh, it's cool, man. It's got the dude with the shovel. It has the furnace in the base. It's got the Michael Jordan standy, you know, that he uses to scare people away that he puts on the train. Yeah. Michael Jordan standing up and, like, talking about there's one of those in the Lego set. It's pretty funny, man. I and mean, it's funny stuff. Dude, we, we watch um, okay, Home Alone so. with my parents, and they don't watch yep. these kinds of movies ever. I mean, we, they were immigrants. But they thought that scene was hilarious. With Michael yeah. Jordan going around on the train side? Yeah. Yeah, he uses all the trains and he's like dancing and he's like, he's got the, the woman on the record player and, 
you know, the people drinking and stuff. The funny, I mean, the end of that scene where the, where he defends the house, it's over the top, but it's so funny. I mean, Joe Pesci was really good in that. And here I'm watching Casino today, and Joe Pesci's in that, you know, with his mafia stuff. And very different roles, you know. Dude's got some range, I guess. That, it was just a very funny movie. Love it for Christmas. Um, I did a Christmas bracket post on Instagram that people love. You know, they hate that I put uh, the, the Christmas Vacation and Elf against each other in the in the first in the first mm-hmm. round. Who's the winner so far? Who's the what's the favorite Christmas movie of all time? I think Die Hard is definitely people like it a lot, and it's in it's in the it's in the final four. So Die Hard's in the final four. Um, but I, I broke with it up five, with five foot five Bruce Willis. It's yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, Rob Go, you know, that's that's Rob Go versus Bruce Willis. That's the movie, American Siege. You know, We're, you know, Bruce Willis and Rob Go battle, bad guy versus good guy. Um, you know, I'm, I I'm love Rob, but I'll, I'll take I'll take Bruce in that battle. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, you know, Bruce is probably walking away with with that mantle. That's all I'm gonna I don't say. know. I don't know how tough someone could be living in El Dorado for basically year round. You know, you kind of you kind of get a little soft out there. I don't know. Would you want to step into the ring with uh, with Rogan Paul? That's his neighbor living in El Dorado. You want to step into the ring with that dude? Ro- Ro- Rogan Paul, Joe jo- Rogan, Rogan, and Rogan Paul. Logan. Lo- Logan. Rogan Did Paul? I say Rogan? I, I don't Rogan? want to fight Rogan Paul. Yeah, I would love to fight uh, Logan Paul. Oh, man. Be fun. I did just they're eat dinner, and I, I respect them. Eat, man, they're good fighters. You know, my Christmas meal. So maybe I'm a little sluggish, and maybe I slurred my word. But that's okay. You know, it's all right. You want to give me a hard time about saying Logan Paul? It's okay. You've been giving me a hard time recently, and you know, I'm, I'm just gonna have to hang up on you again. Yeah, so I heard this joke. Friends. I was gonna use it. I was gonna use it yesterday. I was gonna say to you, you're smart. So there's there is there is an animal with small nuts. That hangs upside down. It hangs up. Oh man, I just ruined the whole joke. <laughs> Ian tells me this joke. He's it's it's supposed to be an animal with small nuts that hangs down, and it's a bat. He's supposed to guess it's a bat, right? And then it's what about an animal with big nuts that hangs up, and then go boom and hang the phone up. So you know, so Ian Ian <laughs> Ian has Ian has his dad jokes. I don't know where he's learning these from. So there must be some real foul mouth hooligans in the third grade. So, so let me understand. Let me get this straight. So if this joke goes perfectly right, it's not butchered by Sleepy Cage. You <laughs> leave. Sleepy. You leave with the, and the audience has the interpretation that you have oversized balls, and that's the win. Co- co- uh, the win is the, it's the joke. They leave with the joke, and you hang the phone up. You know, that's the that's the deal. That's the deal. Man, so did you get? I want to. I want to talk. I want to talk about the SOS token because there is a lesson here, guys, and it's, yeah, um, okay. it's the power of being early. The power of being early, not necessarily in spending money early. The power in, as we go through this, what we call disruption, innovation, all of these things that are happening. It's not just in the NFT world. We see this in cards. There is a tremendous power of being early, learning the platform, learning the players, understanding how things move so that you get an advantage. And if this was just a one-off occasion, I wouldn't bring this up. But this has been happening time and time and time again this year. And I don't, I, I'm not a fortune teller, so I don't know if this will happen in 2022, but, but my hunch says it will. And there's so much power in the world we're entering into with sports cards, alternate assets, and with NFTs to be in early, to learn, to play around. Dude, Cage, you and I, we stay up till sometimes we wake up at like 3, 4 a.m. playing around with uh, what's going on on Golden, what's going on PWCC, what's on Alt, what's on OpenSea, right? We, we're constantly in it. So, you know, a lot of 
the good fortune we've had with ENS, it's luck. We talk about luck all the time. With this SOS drop, it is luck. And I feel very blessed on uh, my birthday to get such an amazing present, right? The present of being with my family and a little birthday. But, Cage, but we also have to give credit to the fact that we are up at all hours and we're learning and we're in it and we're in the weeds. You know what I mean? So I, I hope that people take you that give away. The audience? The being early. So you have to tell the audience what day your actual birthday is because they right now believe you're talking about today. And that your birthday Yesterday, is the same day. December 24th. The actual, actual Lord Jesus Christmas. Um, guys, we didn't even give Andrew a big happy birthday. You know, we did a Christmas mm. Eve thing. We didn't even give Andrew like a big birthday thing. We didn't even make a big deal of his big birthday. The big birthday, the big birthday lunatic because it's Christmas Eve. Oh, man. I'm a humble That's guy. Upsetting. You know, I don't love, you know, I don't love my birthday page. I know. Last year you told us to ignore, it, but you like to. It's funny because the twenty fourth. It's hard to forget because it's Kobe. I mean, it's not your favorite Kobe. You're kind of an eight Kobe, I think. Um, yep. But you know, twenty fourth Kobe. He's fro fro. Hundred percent. It's not even close. It's funny. No, but dude, yeah, I, I was. I had uh, every year I get birthday blues except for this year, and I think it's just a testament to our hard work, man. We showed up every single day, and I'm very proud of us. I'm proud of myself, and I'm proud of what we've been able to accomplish together. And I think. Um, as we head into 2022, I'm, I'm very, very, very uh, fortunate to have the people who believe in me, who support me. So I, I couldn't feel luckier, man. I, I, I'm very, very blessed. All right. Everybody send him a happy birthday. Let's go. It's a day late, but send it to him. Because, you know, I know everybody's involved in their Christmas stuff and their packing. You know, I mean, I don't know what's for this, but, uh, you know. I was up to like three thirty in the morning, like making a friggin' chair, like a gaming chair, you know, or doing my Santa thing, wrapping presents and stuff. But uh, you know, I mean, you know, we we get involved in our own life. Wish the dude a happy birthday. Send him a little happy birthday message. Send him a little Merry Christmas. I got a lot of Merry Christmases today. And uh, so, you know, so what are you now? 24, 25? That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I asked uh, my, my <laughs> sister's boyfriend is right here. My sister um, is, is right in front of me. Is he gonna my make a guest appearance? No, my flight is taking off in an hour and a half. And right before the flight, I'm thinking of, you know, what play am I going to get today? You know, it's going to be a shorter episode, guys, because it is a travel day. So I apologize. But tomorrow, back with your regularly scheduled programming. But, you know, he, he actually brings up to me. He's like, man, Shaq's such a good guy. Right? Like, you hear about all these things Shaq does. I can't even rattle all of them off right now. But he's, he's releasing an NFT that, correct me if I'm wrong, the, all the proceeds he's going to donate to charity. Have you seen something along those lines? Yep. Cool. Yep. The Shaq Foundation. Amazing. Shaq Foundation. So I asked the guy. I'm like, dude, cool. Like, is Shaq top five most famous people in the world? And he said no. And he, I said, okay, well, who's more famous? And he said Bruce Springsteen, which w was laughable to say the least. Interesting. <laughs> but that's my point. I'm like, who is less cardboard relevant that's as famous as Shaq and I can't name a single person who has cards that are so cheap but yet you take this guy anywhere in the world he is he's the most recognizable face in the world maybe bar like The Rock Michael Jordan and a few other people who is more recognizable than Shaq and I gotta tell you man as much as I do believe that the Shaq market hasn't come around and saw a little bit of a run-up I would take a look, man. I would take a look at some of his really low pop iconic stuff. Whether that's the '93 finest, because uh, the, the that's like the that's an iconic set, the refractor, the Beam Team, 
uh, the tops gold. I got to believe that it, it, it's not a short-term flip, but I got to believe owning one or two Shaq cards at pennies on the dollar relative to some of his contemporaries is a smart play. And it's a smart investment to have in your portfolio long term. Yeah, I mean, listen, um, I will, I'll speak on Shaq because I've given Shaq as a play. You've given Shaq as a play. And, um, you know, it, it really is an interesting thing. Um, I love the guy. I mean, that was that you know in the early '90s, that was the guy to collect. I think Shaq, like Luca and Zion, now brought basketball back. You know, and it so happened that Jordan ruled basketball in the '90s, but it was Shaq. Shaq was the guy everybody was chasing. I'm telling you, it was huge. And I own one, but you guys know I chased the Shaq Upper Deck Number One rookie card, and I had a bunch of them, and I did well on them. You know, they probably five six x from where I bought them. But the only thing I'll tell you about it is we make jokes about making fetch happen. Right? I don't know the answer to your question about why Shaq doesn't get the love and the cardboard relevance that he should. I don't know if it's because it's a big man. I don't know if it's because the game is different now and people love three-point chuckers, which is why everybody's in love with Curry. Um, and, you know, and Luca, I guess. You know, everybody's in love with those stats. I, I, I really don't know. I mean, Shaq was a dominant force. You know, won titles with multiple teams you know, was just he was unstoppable when he wanted to be, and you know he's completely relevant now, which most people aren't. But I'll tell you, if I would have put the same money, if I did, if I just didn't think about it, like, oh, I'm a Shaq guy, I would put in Shaq, Shaq on the value, but I would just put it in LeBron or Kobe or my Jordan at the same time as I put it in Shaq, I would have done better. It's very weird. I, I I think about this because you know I I did this. I did. I like to try to find those like you know more hidden pads, you know, like the underappreciated asset. And, you know, I still have one, um, and I still did fine on it. But I think the reason Shaq stuff went up is just because the whole market went up. It wasn't really an appreciation for Shaq. I, and I, I don't know. I don't know if it's because sure. the, the market maybe now is people who are, you know, 30s and under, and they just don't care for Shaq. They don't give Shaq the love for what he, what he did in the Lakers. They give it all to Kobe. Um, or Shaq was already on the decline when most people your age uh, were watching and actually paying attention to basketball. I don't know what the actual answer is, but I do know this. When I talk Shaq and I get, like, you know, my type of reaction to Shaq, it's always people my age and older. It's always people who collected my age. Whereas, like, Jordan, everybody seems to care about Jordan. You know what I mean? Um, it doesn't matter, old, young, whatever it is. So, I mean, I, I'm not making a Shaq-Jordan comparison, neither are you. Can I, can I talk um, to you about my strategy real quick? Yeah, shoot, please. So, you guys have seen this. Um I, I talked to Cage about this as well. So when I buy an NFT, sometimes when I see like a pump or a project that I like, I'll buy it and I'll relist it at a higher price immediately, right? Yep. And, and with these vaults, you have that option as well. So I'm not saying go spend 10K on Shaq, but you can buy and you can shop around for a really smart strategic Shaq card. I cheap and just list it on your vault, whether that's on PWCC's fixed price or alt. Right, and you could have it at a high price and field offers and let the market come to you. I'm starting to think like in a kind of a market that we're in, you don't necessarily have to go all in, all your chips on one player. You could diversify a little bit. You could buy one of, you know, like yesterday I gave a Jordan Alvarez play where the PSA 10 is 20 bucks. You don't have to buy a hundred of them, buy one. Literally buy one and have it in hmm. your vault. Uh, it, it sounds crazy, right? But you can, no, I mean, in a time like this, have a little bit of a diversified portfolio of guys that you think have been overly sold off. And I do believe that check is very cheap. 
And after that run-up that you mentioned, I think his cars have been sold off. And I think if you buy one of his Topps Gold PSA 10s for a thousand bucks, I think I get like I think it's smart to just hold that in your vault and list it at ten thousand and dollars and let the market come to you. It's not going to be a quick flip, uh, but it's a guy that's going nowhere, and it's a guy that actually this is going to sound a little morbid, but we might appreciate him more after he passes away. No different than we appreciated Will Chamberlain a lot more after he passed away. It's it's how we as humans, for whatever reason, um, do things. You know, a lot of, us, a lot of uh, musicians we work after they pass away than when they're alive. It's, it, it's shocking. It's weird. It doesn't make sense to me. Jimi Hendrix, uh, Jim Morrison. We can go down the list with those guys. That's where I'm at with. Uh, you kind of. I just think his he's so iconic. You're kind of going in and out a little bit. I can hear you now, but I mean, you know, look, you have it's an it's an iconic card of an iconic person. You know what I mean? I mean, that's it's pretty awesome. And I mean, I love Shaq. And you're right. I mean, he does more now. He's more relevant now. You see him on commercials for the general, icy hot, all kinds of stuff. It's you know, it's it's pretty it's it's pretty funny. Um, listen, but you know what's what's interesting about it is um, I'll give a play and I'll let you run because I know you know it's a travel day for you. Um, and I do want to talk about kind of, you know, where we were going with like the SOS token and, and like the future where things go, um, combine a couple things, guys, and you don't have to go with this one. Um, but <laughs> you guys, it's really funny. Um, people like what they like, and you have spent two weeks with your sister's boyfriend and he's probably heard you do episodes every day and talked about, you know, sports and talk about baseball and basketball and the whole nine yards. And you like eggs and he doesn't like buying you eggs. But that's not the point. The point is this. He liked Bruce Springsteen. And who am I to say that that's not the right person? In 1974, there's a Swedish set called Sam Larsaker. S-A-M-L-A-R-S-A-K-E-R. It is Bruce Springsteen's rookie card. It's card number 519. It's got him playing the guitar. He looks real, real young in it. Um, it's way before the 80s where he became huge, you know, with, uh, you know, his, his 1984 album. And the point there, guys, is that if you look, you can find a rookie card of anybody you think is relevant. You can find a card that's out that's sort of like what, what Yam does, but Elon Musk and and, and it's funny because, you know, I'm going to give Cole his credit on this. Um, we literally talked to Josh Luber, who's going to be the CEO of the largest sports card company in the coming years. And he said that pretty soon everyone's going to have a card. A card is going to be the way of, of having like a historical record of things. He went as far as to say that like dentists are going to have cards. But I think that was just to prove a point. And say it doesn't just have to be Michael Jordan or an NBA All-Star or an NFL Hall of Fame who's going to have a card. That there are going to be cards for everyone. And he was showing a Kardashian card, right, as as his, you know, thought, right? Well, there's probably not that many people buying the 1974 Sam Larsaker rookie of Bruce Springsteen. And if you're a boss guy, you know, this, this is, you know, less than 100 bucks. You know, who knows if they can get graded or whatever the story is. But the, the point is, if... If you're getting that kind of alpha, maybe by listening to us or playing that Josh Luber interview, and you watch it and you see him take out pop culture type of cards, a musician, you got a Jimi Hendrix card, then is yeah. it that odd for you to say, hey, Shaq, and, and Cole to say, 
Bruce Springsteen. I'm not a Springsteen guy. Maybe you look for Michael Jackson, you know. And and is it is it that Grateful odd of Dead a process? Grateful Dead would be an interesting one too. You know, is it that odd of a process? We've already seen that expansion out from like the core four sports into other sports, right? And and you saw you know Serena Williams cards, you saw tennis cards, you saw golf cards, now F one cards, right? And and these cards, I think what's also you know bolstering those is that they're personalities. Serena is not going to play that much more tennis. It doesn't matter. People want her cards, you know, because she's doing TV advertisements and all kinds of crazy stuff, right? Tiger Woods might not play that much more competitive golf, but he is a name, you know, he is a celebrity. Um, you know, the same thing, The Rock, right? People are looking for The Rock's cards. He's not really wrestling that much anymore. He's rapping horribly. Um, he wasn't you know, terrible. It's, like, it's not easy to rap. You know what I think? Like it is? It's, it's too, it's like, too it was like in character. This is, yeah, shoot. I think it's two things. I think we signal to each other as human beings. I think we signal who and what we like, right? Like we are Bruce Springsteen's or we're deadheads. We, we want to show that. And two, when these cards do catch on to value, we want to show that we own something worth of value, right? It's that two And that we thing. thought about it before who? anybody else did. Yep. That's the other thing yep. you got to take from it too, right? It's like, hey, you know, I, I was first on this. I, I beat it. Yep. I mean, look, you look at Gary Vee's most recent um, video about NFTs, right? It, you know, it's, it's you know, it's it's about hey, he was there, he figured it out, like he was there early, and look what he did, and he didn't know anything about it, but he researched it, and he was ahead of the curve on it. You know, he was there for the run up, not the tear. No, and you can read whatever you like into that video. It's genius, and he obviously made a lot of money, and it's been wildly successful. Um, I was wrong about that. I didn't think it would be, and you know, never met against that man ever. But the part of what he's saying is. Look at me. I figured this out before everybody else did. It's the same thing, right? And 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 if Cole goes out and buys that 74 Springsteen card and you buy your Shaq card and next year when you're in Colorado snowboarding and his card is worth $10,000 because there's 12 of them and he tells right. you, look, Shaq is great and all, but I told you about Springsteen. I knew it. I was there first. There's a lot of that in what we do. A thousand percent. A thousand, thousand percent. So, so listen, shorter episodes... I, I have 30 seconds and I want to hear what you think and then you can go. Sure. It's uh, web three in the hobby, right? And I, I want to see whether or not our hobby guys, because of the influx of new tech and new young people, young owners, people like Lior, right? People like Nat, you know, people who have their finger on the pulse. Are they going to take a lesson from what's going on in the NFT web three space where it's the participant economy, where it's no longer just a, uh, you know, make your shareholders richer, make a couple of people on top richer, that success comes from making the participants who have grown you richer. Like, you know, can can somebody like, you know, Alt look at who's using their product and give sort of a different rate for vaulting or a different seller fee for people who are using their product more? Can PWCC, instead of giving a flat, all right, if you're on PWCC, think about this, right? We talked about this being the time of the vaulting wars and the auction wars. You know, can PWCC, in order to, you know, in order to, to, to benefit people who are on their platform and who use their platform, like you said, almost a loyalty reward, like a benefit, it, it, can they layer in not just a, hey, if you sell a card that hammers for over $250,000, what if you've sold $250,000 worth of cards or you've sold $20,000 worth of cards with them only? You know what I mean? They look at how much business you're doing with them, how much you're buying from them, how much you're selling from them. And there's a collector score or something like Top Shot does where yep. you can also get a bonus, a better percentage back. You know, can, can, are there lessons to be learned in our hobby that is sometimes 
you know, slow to catch up to what's going on in the rest of the world. So I think, think that's a great point. I think it would be foolish of them not to. And here's how I think of it, guys. So ENS was is Ethereum name service. So anyone who, you know, registered Andrew Goldberg got ETH, um, they got a kickback. ENS randomly airdropped said, you know, you, you've done this, you can claim your token. Uh, same thing with SOS. Anyone who spent money on OpenSea, they did some math and they you, we were allowed to claim a token. I don't see why once a year, uh, Golden or Alt couldn't reward people who've spent money on their platform with an Alt token. Uh, and token holders could also redeem those tokens and could buy on their marketplaces and get benefits like 10% off or special yeah. packaging or gear. Right, uh, Golden I, Box. I think it's nothing, you can only use it on, uh, buy it on, on an auction on Golden, in the premier auction or whatever it is, you know? I, I think it would be foolish not to because the, the, it seems like this technology is very complicated. It, it, there's a bit of a learning curve, but it's nothing different than like uh, the smoothie reward program that, you know, you go to a, your favorite smoothie shop or your yeah. coffee shop and they stamp your card. You want to reward your best customers. You don't want to just constantly reward shareholders because you're going to lose your customers over time. And uh, I, I think you put it really well. Web3 is a participation economy and the best the biggest winners are the ones that reward people who support the businesses, not only the people that invest in the businesses. That's right. Yeah, and talk about how people are now a part of your business. They want to spend more time on your platform. They want to spend more money on your platform. They want to bring more people to your they're platform. They're talking about, about how you platform. took care of them. Exactly. Yeah. They're promoting it, you know. OpenSea I mean, probably got more. There's a lot to be learned. OpenSea probably um, got you know. Paige, how many new users, how many new retail users came in after hearing about uh, the OpenSea uh, DAO, which actually isn't even associated, w affiliated with OpenSea? I mean, well, it's the best listen, marketing there take is. Take it the next step, right? These people are getting this free money because they spend their money on OpenSea. What do you think yep. they're going to do when they cash out this free money? They're going to go spend it on OpenSea. It's the same thing. You know, if gold We're going to see you, NFTs you, go you, up this next three weeks, huh? Of course. Just like with the NS, same exact thing. It's going to be a run-up on them because people have all this money now for spending time and money on this platform. What do you think people are going to do? It's like when you're in a casino and they give you a comp. You're not taking yep. it out and going and spending it at 7-Eleven. You're spending it back at the table you spend the most time at. You're going to go right play blackjack or right play you know a slot machine with it, whatever your game may be. So it's the same type and of stuff, cool man. I'm Cage, what's cool is they don't do it like eBay did. You know, like eBay, eBay with the eBay bucks that expire that long like why do you if you're rewarding people why do you reward people with strings attached it makes no sense i don't know this man this isn't mine but listen you, you, denver's the best people are so nice here that's right did you go to casa bonita no what is that mexican place oh yes with cliff diver oh shoot how did you just, you just threw me out. <laughs> I didn't mean me to. <laughs> Dude, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I just don't hear you. I, 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 I can hear you. I can hear Jimmy. All right, we're going to bounce. Jimmy. But yeah, you can't see me. I apologize, guys. I wanted to show people the mountain view behind me. Love That's you guys. Awesome. That's, That's another cool, episode. Man. Cage. Listen, if you can still hear me, out. folks. Wish this guy a happy birthday. Send him some happy birthday messages because he's not really a big Christmas guy anyway. So, you know, send him happy birthday messages. You know, he's 22 finally. 
Um, and, you know, he's excited. So happy, safe travels, man. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, ah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.